So by DP Nong, welcome to the end of 2019. And to, of course, another practice tip episode of Healing Out Loud. So before we dive into this practice tip, there are just so many exciting things and news happening left and right at the end of the decade. So first things first, I did announce on social media already, but I also wanted to announce on here that I am so thrilled, y'all, so thrilled to say that Healing Out Loud was granted funding from the Critical Refugee Studies Collective to support the production costs for season two. Woo! All right. So I'd be screaming right now, but I wanted to save y'all that screaming energy because it just sounds terrible on the mic. But I'm just so excited and I hope y'all are as well. It will help me celebrate this by continuing to support Healing Out Loud and share to all your family and friend circles to help us make a more positive impact global wide. So my win is your win and ultimately a win for the community. Ado. I also wanted to remind folks to please take the Healing Out Loud listener survey. Again, this survey is to help me improve your experience for season two and it's conveniently located in the show notes and it'll take literally 10 minutes to fill out so please help me help you out now back to regular programming this week's practice tip is facilitated by sharon data fondez from episode 19 and as you recall from this episode sharon talked about vegan lao food which is an important topic to further dialogue about in our Lao diaspora community. And it's so cool to actually get practical tips on how to even start if one is wondering. So without further delay, I hope you brought a pen or paper and or are prepared to take some mental notes. So let's get to practicing and here is Sharon. Hey fam. For today's practice tip, I'm going to talk about some tips and tricks on going vegan or how you can transition into a vegan lifestyle or just add a little bit of veganism into your everyday life. But before we do, I want us to practice a little bit of gratitude. So if you can, wherever you are, Take a moment to close your eyes and take a deep breath and think about the best meal that you had today or this week. I don't know what time of day it is for you. So maybe it was that cup of oatmeal. Maybe it was like that sticky rice and jail or a bowl of kalpi accent. But think about your favorite meal that you had recently this week. And think about all the work and energy that went into making that food. Maybe it was yourself. Maybe it was you who came home from work and cooked up yourself a really nice meal. Maybe you're at a restaurant and got seated and was served your food. But take a moment to just express gratitude to how that food came to you. And then take another moment to think about all those ingredients in that meal And where they came from. And to give thanks to those ingredients. And to the people who brought those ingredients to you. If you're even thinking about that sticky rice that you had. That nice warm sticky ass rice. Think about the person who delivered that rice to the grocery store where you picked it up. 
to the people in the factory who package that rice, to the rice in the fields, in the plantations of where the rice was grown. Give thanks to the sun, to the water, to the soil for growing that rice, to the farmers who picked it for you to consume. So let's just give thanks to the food that we consume today and for nourishing us to where we are now to be able to listen to this podcast. All right. Thanks, y'all. So I have five tips for you all on veganism. My first tip for you is to one... Take it easy, move slow, and be patient with yourself. Veganism isn't something that you need to do all at once or overnight or rushing it. Like something that you have control to take your time with and take as much time as you need to. There's no rule book in terms of how you personally transition to a vegan lifestyle or what that even means to you. Maybe you go vegan one day of the week. Maybe you have your vegan meatless Mondays and that's the day that you choose to be vegan or to go meatless all day. Maybe it's one meal of the day. Every lunch period, you're going to not consume any animal products and you're gonna be really intentional about it. But whatever it is, take it easy and move slow and just continue to be patient. Um, Especially if you have moments when you do try to go all the way vegan and you have a moment where you might eat something that isn't vegan and it has animal products and just it's okay if you mess up and you make mistakes so learn to practice forgiveness for yourself and to be patient with your process. My second tip on veganism is find community. Sometimes the hardest part for me personally about being vegan is the social aspect. Going to a dinner or a potluck and being the only vegan or not being able to eat anything except like the side entree or like a condiment. Um, So find community and if you don't have immediate community in your social spaces or in your family, find it online. There's so many vegan organizations and so many vegan people, including myself, who are here to help you and who are here to welcome you into the vegan community, especially the vegan Lao food community. I am so excited for this work and to really bring vegan Lao food to you all. So, uh, but community is such a huge part of it. And I really encourage you to find folks who either support this lifestyle change um, and are ready to bring the journey to themselves or folks that can are already vegan and doing it. And if you know folks that are, just ask them. Ask them for tips and tricks themselves. My third tip on veganism is to get familiar with what veganism even is. There are so many things that I first discovered when I went vegan that I had no idea had animal products in it. So get familiar with learning um, what things that you may have not expected to be or words that actually are animal byproducts that you might 
see on the back of boxes, like ingredient labels, like things like casein and whey and gelatin. All these words were new to me when I first went vegan, and I didn't know that they actually contain animal by- byproducts. So there's things like that that you're going to learn and find along the way if you didn't know already actually have animal byproducts on it. So get familiar with what veganism is and some of the things that um, might not actually be vegan. And there's so many resources online that you can find in terms of really trying to navigate the language of veganism. My fourth tip on veganism for you all is to cook more. I hope for some of you this is really exciting and for those that um, who really don't like cooking, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I hope um, if you transition into a vegan diet or bring more veganism into your life, you also get to interact more with food and build a connection and familiarity with food yourself. Um, the more I started to cook, the more I started to learn about how to make delicious vegan food and what and what doesn't make a dish vegan. So you can start with dishes that you're really familiar with, that you already cook, and learn how to make those particular dishes vegan. Um, Cookbooks, cooking blogs, all of those things are a really good way to really get started in terms of learning how to cook more vegan food. And I think it's really special to be able to just connect with food and to be able to really interact with the ingredients that you purchase and to prepare a meal for yourself and for you to know where everything kind of came from and that you know every ingredient that went into making that particular meal and you can 100% sure 100% um, feel good about saying that this is vegan and I made it. My fifth tip on veganism is to stay intentional and stay woke. Um, I learned this quote from the founder and executive director of the Vegan Food Justice Organization Food Empowerment Project that just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's cruelty-free. So I'll say it again, just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's cruelty-free. So veganism goes beyond just eliminating animal byproducts, but um, if you're really trying to be more eco or ethically conscious about your day-to-day, know where your food comes from. Just because you might be getting this banana or eating something with um, products like palm oil in it and because it's vegan doesn't mean that there was an exploitation that occurred. Um, Doesn't mean that the people who maybe had brought that product to you um, got paid a fair wage or that producing that product didn't harm the environment. So it's really, for me, being really conscious about all the other decisions that you can make when you're putting food into your body. If you have access to purchasing more organic produce, um, purchasing things where you know um, it didn't have exploitative labor attached to it. So stay intentional and stay woke. Being vegan is about really, for me, connecting with all aspects of food and how you want to bring that into your body and um, your everyday decisions that you can make that surrounds around food. So I hope those tips on veganism helped you. Um, 
just to shout out a few things that you all may or may have not known, there's actually a lot of good Lao food that is already vegan, accidentally vegan things. Um, things like, as you all know, like um, cow neal, sticky rice, that's totally vegan. Um, Som pak um, is totally vegan. Kanam um, kok, those little like tapioca rice balls. All those ingredients are actually vegan. So there's a lot of things in already traditional Lao cuisine that's vegan that we don't even recognize or realize it's vegan. A lot of Lao desserts don't actually have dairy products in it and use a lot of coconut milk. So take a look at that and explore and um, eat like our own traditional food that already is vegan. Um, a lot of the work that I'm doing right now is really trying to explore how to make foods that aren't vegan, that slow, um, vegan. So some ideas as you are also trying to learn how to navigate potentially, um, eating Lao food and trying to be vegan is some other tricks for that is with, um, to opt out of fish sauce. There's a lot of fish sauce and badek and all of the foods that we um, may eat in Lao cuisine. And so to opt out of that, and you can replace it with um, something like a lighter soy sauce, like a white soy sauce, or like a lighter seasoning sauce. There's actually some vegan and vegetarian fish sauce out on the market right now at some of the Asian markets. So you might be able to see and use that if you're making like a papaya salad or something you can actually use some of these other ingredients um, that's not fish sauce to replace that. And then um, when you're cooking food, like Lao food, um, you can replace a lot of those meat items with just tofu or vegetables. It's an easy swap. So think of veganism also as just swapping out animal products with another non-animal product like vegetables or tofu. So I hope that helps you all. Um, I hope you all try to transition or go on this vegan Lao food journey with me. Um, sending you all so much love and I hope we can continue to heal out loud together. Thanks for having me. Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's practice tip by Sharon and Kapjai to Sharon herself for her amazing wisdom on how to even begin exploring veganism in the Lao community. And I know it can be hard to give up meat as someone who is an aspiring vegan and still eats meat. I know it's tough, but the thought of even having access to vegan Lao food gives me hope. And I'm just so proud and very honored to facilitate this wonderful work by Sharon and many others in the vegan community, knowing that it's going to make an impact for future generations to thrive. Because as you recall, in a lot of the ways that I talk about healing, that it is not linear and it's definitely not one-sided. Everything we allow in our bodies from the food we eat to the information we consume all impact our wellness and livelihood, which is why I wanted you all to be as informed as possible to make healthier choices. And even if you don't go completely vegan after this episode, but decide to eat one less meal that contains meat a week, that in itself is growth. And you're already uh, making a better decision 
for yourself and others and the animals, the planet. Um, and it, you know, you have to recognize that it takes time for behaviors to shift. So again, like Sharon said, be kind and compassionate to yourself as possible. And as a reminder, you can download the corresponding conversation titled Episode 19, Sharon Dara Fondet on environmental justice and sustainability, creating access to vegan Lao food, and grieving with community. And remember, listening to this episode prior will hopefully enhance your reasons to practice veganism as an act of justice for yourself, the planet, and our global community. And as always, please remember to follow and like Healing Out Loud on social media at Healing Out Loud on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have two minutes of your day today, don't forget to please leave a positive review and rating on Apple iTunes. And should you feel generous and have the capacity to give in reciprocity for appreciating the work of Healing Out Loud, you can either make a one-time donation at the link posted in the show notes, or you can become a monthly sustainer at patreon.com forward slash healing out loud. We are now at six monthly sustainers for Healing Out Loud. Woohoo! So if you could spare a few bucks each month to support the hashtag loud healing movement, I would be so grateful. Huge shout outs to Los Angeles Roots members, Andrew Davili Tong for mixing and producing the beats for this podcast, as well as Mystery Person Lao Supply for the beautiful logo design. Thank you so much for showing up in support for this greater healing justice movement for the Lao diaspora and for your commitment to you and your holistic well-being. Rita P is out and I'll twerk on you next episode, fam.